One more time, would you exalt Him? Let's believe in Him this morning. Let's worship with the, the praise team as they sing.
Thank God for the intense move of His Spirit that I feel. Thank you, everyone, for being here today. Every guest that is with us, we applaud you. We're glad you're here. And Brother Holland used a phrase last weekend that I've not been able to get out of my spirit. He said, he said something about a seismic shift. And I, if you were with us Friday night and last night, you know that this church experienced a seismic shift. We're not the same church we were just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, we've experienced a, a, a God shifting. And so, so today, just I feel that abundance, not only in individuals' lives, but, but for our church, the abundance of God's blessing. And we can never repay God for what He's done. We wouldn't even try to even move in that realm. But out of the abundance that we have been given, let us give today as unto the Lord. And let us give as worship unto the Lord. Jesus, we thank you for what you're doing. Again today, the intensity of your spirit is so strong. I know that when we leave out of here, every life will be changed. Your sovereign hand will have done its work. God, I pray that you would bless what is given. Let it go to the furtherance of the kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated as the ushers serve you as you give.
Somebody make God big in your mind. Make Him big in your faith. Magnify Him, the psalmist said. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Somebody make God big here today in your heart. Make Him big in your spirit. us for the past two weekends and God has used this man to take this church into an arena of power and blessing that uh, is brand new to a lot of us and I am so thankful for his sensitivity to the Holy Ghost, his incredible commitment, the man lives for God God's not in his life I'm not sure he'd even consider his life hardly worth living, I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but he's consumed with the kingdom, it's all he talks about and I'm thankful and honored that he is at Grace here this morning. Would you welcome him, Brother Jerry Holland, as he comes to preach to us the Word of God. Wow. Well, somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for all of his wonderful ways, his mighty acts, for his excellent greatness, everything that hath breath. Praise you the Lord. I like the song that said, I woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. <laughs> There's something about having a mind after the Lord. I believe the Bible said that he is mindful of us. You know what that really means when you break it down? He has a mind full of us. I'm glad that I'm on the Lord's mind today. We're so glad to have you, all of those that stayed over from the tremendous celebration we had yesterday for Brother Nixon and some of the families here that stayed over. Thank you so much for uh, honoring us today. Brother and Sister Smith, we're so glad you're here and, and driving the distance to be with us. And uh, anybody who's come today needing something from the Lord, we, we do know someone who can give you whatever you need. We do. And it has been our privilege to be in the home of Brother and Sister Murphy the last two weekends what a comfortable place, what a holy place to be in their home. John chapter 2 and verse number 1. John chapter 2 and verse number 1. While they're placing that and you're reading it preempt what I'm going to say, let me, let me encourage you that as you stand here this morning and then sit in just a moment or two, may I encourage you to keep your mind upon the Lord. There is not a specific time in which God does specific things God moves randomly in a service he has no particular time in which he feels with the spirit there's no particular moment when it will just congregationally will come together and that's when God does his work so from center to circumference from the back to the front whoever you are needing whatever you need do not feel that you would be out of order to receive the Holy Spirit while you're sitting in your seat. Do not feel you'd be out of order to receive your healing in your body. 
while the word is going forth. Can I get an amen? Don't, don't feel like it's out of order or preempting anything that when you sit there and you lift your faith up and you say, Lord, that is my word. That is what you just spoke to me. I believe sometimes in our services that God intimately deals with people and situations and we are waiting for that certain moment when we should respond. Any moment, any moment, somebody say any moment, any moment that you feel that your faith is rising at that moment you lay claim to what you want the Lord to do for you. It's not out of order. If God heals you of a sickness or gives you a miracle. So don't wait till 25 or 30 minutes from now when I'm finished. That you'll say, okay, now the time to go. I feel when we walked in here this morning, there was already a magnificent presence of the Lord that's in this house. So why should we determine when God can work? So whoever you are and whatever you need, may you start right now believing that God is going to do that. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto them, They have no wine. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with you? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone, after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. Jesus said unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them to the brim. And he said unto them, Draw out now, and here, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. Now when the governor, when the root of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew. I'll insert here now, there are some things that only servants know. Until you become the servant, there may be some things that will not be revealed unto you. The governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said, Every man at the beginning does set forth good wine in which men have well drunk. Then that which is worse, but thou hast kept the good wine until now. If you've heard this story, say amen. amen. Of course you have. This beginning of miracles did Jesus at Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory. And his disciples believed on him. Now take a right turn and go to John chapter 4. John chapter 4 and verse number 45. Then when he was come into Galilee, the Galileans received him having all the things that he did at Jerusalem under the feast. So Jesus came again into Cana of Galilee where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. And when Jesus heard he was come out of Judea into Galilee, he went unto him and besought him that he would come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. Then said Jesus, I like it when Jesus says it. <laughs> it don't have nearly as much power when I say it. But when Jesus said, except you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The nobleman said unto him, Sir, come down on my child's going to die. And Jesus said, just go your way. Thy son liveth. I don't even have to lay hands on you. I, I don't have to do anything. Just go your way. Go your way. Thy son liveth. And the man believed the word 
that Jesus had spoken unto him and he went his way. While he was going down, his servants met him and said, Thy son liveth. Uh, I wish you would have told what he did when the word was said, Thy son liveth. Can, can you imagine the, the celebration that went on? But we can't get all the words in there. So he inquired of them at the hour that which it began to amend. And he said, At the seventh hour yesterday it left him. And he knew that it was at that same hour in which Jesus said unto, thy, unto him, Thy son liveth. And he believed in his whole house. This is the second miracle that Jesus did when he came out of Judea into Galilee. Excuse me for the long reading, but I needed to set something in motion because the Bible said in John 1 that this was the first miracle that Jesus performed. In John chapter 4, it talked about this nobleman's son who was about to die, and Jesus said, Go thy way, thy son liveth. And this was the second miracle that Jesus performed. So we have the first miracle he performed. We have the second miracle he performed. I wonder who will be the next miracle. Of Jesus and that's what I want to talk to you about this morning Jesus next miracle somebody in this house is going to be Jesus next miracle somebody in this house is going to be Jesus next miracle father I thank you that we have just a short time to do a whole lot of work and it doesn't take long for you to begin the process. It, it didn't take you long to create everything that was. And so I thank you that the creative power of you is in this house. And we have the, uh, we have the right. We have entrance into you. So disband every bit of fear. I pray that you would intercept everything that the enemy would try to put in the minds of people. And let there be an enhancing and a providing. Thank you for the works, the wonders, the miracles, the signs, the infilling of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for it. And would somebody want to clap your hands and kind of give God a little praise right now? Thank you. Jesus, next miracle. You may be seated and the Lord bless you. Is there anything too hard for the Lord? <laughs> Anything too hard for the... Have you noticed how that, that word was very broad when it said anything too hard for the Lord? A thing, a thing. Sometimes you just can't place a name on it. Even the doctors have said there is something that is wrong here. Something has attacked your nervous system. Something is going on here. I wonder today how many people have that something in your life. It's kind of indescribable you don't know when it came upon you you can't point the hour when that spirit seemed to move in your life you you don't know when the sickness came you just kind of woke up and something was awry in your life you can't determine how and when the spirit of depression just kind of came there was nothing chaotic in the house there was nothing on the job that preempted you for any kind of a spirit of depression but all of a sudden something came upon you and you find yourself with a little sickness you find yourself with a little depravity in your life something is going on in your life 
I know that everybody in this house this morning has a something in your life. Something that you need the Lord to minister with. Something that you need the hand of God to reach down. If you do, I wish you'd say amen. Yeah. If you don't say amen, just look amen. Both of them's the same, okay? But we have something that's there that we need God to intercept. I'm glad that we have a God that's an on-time God. Somebody say, yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, an on-time God. God, yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, but you'll find he's on time. He said, oh, would you quit worrying about where God is? Would you quit worrying about how God's going to work this out? Would you quit worrying if the paycheck's going to be enough? Would you quit worrying if you're going to get the bid that you put in six months ago? Would you quit worrying? Look at somebody say, why don't you quit worrying? Ah, there you go. Why you didn't say it emphatically enough? You just kind of why don't you quit worrying? No, no. You need to really mean why don't you quit worrying? If you're gonna worry, why pray? And if you're gonna pray, why worry? You can't pray and worry at the same time. It just ain't gonna work. You're gonna have to get some faith. I feel faith in this house, baby. It's already in the house. Somebody's about to be the next miracle of Jesus Christ. That thing that's in your life, that unidentifiable thing that's in you, that, that's something that you say, I know it's not right. I, I know this thing, I can't put my hand on it, but it, it's tormenting me. It, it's something that I feel that my spirit is at a, a, a distance with. And so when the writer said, there's no thing too hard for the Lord, that's what Job said. Job said, I was doing right. I was sacrificing. I was praying. And trouble came. You could be doing the right thing and the wrong thing can happen. Yeah. Facebook that, baby. Okay. You, you could be doing the right thing and the wrong thing will happen. Job was sacrificing. Job was worshiping. Job was giving all that he had. But trouble still came. You could be as good as you can be and trouble still comes. You could be giving money to God and trouble still come. You could be paying your tithe and giving your offerings and troubles. Come on, you got to help me, baby. We're going to get out of here by noon. Yeah, we, we ain't going to do it. Let me tell you now. Forget about the Baptist will beat you today, all right? But it, 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 just something, and I wasn't referring to Baptist. I like Baptist, Methodist. I like Presbyterian. I like Pentecostals. I like Methodocostals. I like Baptocostals. I, I just like all those costals, okay? As long as you got the costal at the end of it. But there's nothing. And so what happens to us, we're just not sure if we are be able to go through because we're not sure what this thing is that's in our lives. We're not sure if God's going to back this thing up. We're, I wonder what we would do for God if we really knew God would back it up. Hello? I wonder how, if we absolutely, positively knew that God would back it up. What would you do this morning? If you knew that God would bless you, if you would stand up and give you an incredible experience, how many would stand up? Half of you would. The other half don't know. All right. If you knew that God would give you 10 times that you'd put in this offering plate, how many would bring it to the altar? 
Some of y'all ain't going to do nothing, are you? <laughs> you ain't going to stand. You, go. you say, well, I don't know God will do that. But you don't know God's not going to do that. You know, see, we're in this bargaining business with God. We, we really are. Now, God, I'll do this if you'll do that. But I'm not sure you're going to do that. So I don't know if I'm going to do this. And so we kind of wait on God for God to do it first. When the Bible said that if you understand the law of sowing and reaping, you don't get the Holy Ghost by standing like a statue. You don't get the Holy Ghost by putting your hand in your pocket. It's okay God when you're ready. I'm ready for it. God said what do you mean? I done gave you a promise. I done said that signs shall follow them that believe in my name they're going to speak. Come on. He done gave you a promise. The promise is unto you. What are you waiting on? You want the Holy Ghost? I'd get my hand up. I'd get my mouth open and I'd say hallelujah 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 I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I'd be praising and magnifying the Lord. If I needed the Holy Ghost, you'd have to zip my mouth shut, duct tape it shut. If you want the Holy Ghost, you got to do something to get it. Oh, yeah, I know you're embarrassed. You, you're too embarrassed. You're, too, you, you, you're just too subtle. You, you don't want to let nobody think you're crazy. Let me tell you something. You get bad enough off, you don't care what people think. You get hungry enough, you'll eat anything. Yeah, come on now. Amen. When I go on a fast, I never go to the grocery store. That's a horse place to go when you're on a fast at the grocery store because you like things you don't even like. Yeah, there's some people that aren't desperate enough for the Holy Ghost. They're not desperate enough to get healed. They're not desperate enough to get, get what they need from God. They want to sit there and say, Preacher, when I feel God moving, I'll move. Sometimes if God don't move, you got to move God. Yeah, yeah. I said, if God ain't moving, you got to move God. You know how to move God? I'll tell you how to move God. Get your hands together. Get your mouth open start saying hallelujah I bless the name you want to move God you get out of your seat and say yeah 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 you try that you want to move God hallelujah I love you Jesus I magnify you devil you're a liar I resist you right now that's how you move God that's how you move God yeah you don't move God by doing this you don't move God by doing that. You don't move God by texting somebody. You don't move God by checking Facebook while you're at church. I'll tell you how you move God. You sit there and you say, Jesus, I worship you. Jesus, you're a mighty God. Jesus, the devil's a liar. Jesus, the devil told me I can't have it. Jesus, the devil says I'm lost. Jesus, the devil says I can't be well. Jesus, the devil says I can't get the Holy Ghost. I'm getting ready to have myself a Holy Ghost. I wish somebody in this house would have a Holy Ghost fit. I said, I wish somebody in this house would come on. You ain't had a fit in a long. When's the last time you had a Holy Ghost fit? I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about a Holy Ghost. I'm talking about a Holy Ghost fit, baby. Where you on your feet, you're just a dancing. You're just a man. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You look good in that. They'd kill me if I wore that preacher, but you look good in that, buddy, yeah. Just, just one of those Holy Ghost. What's, what, what are we waiting on? Huh? What, what are we waiting on? What are we waiting on? He's already said, I'm your healer. I'm your deliverer. He already said, my promise is unto you, to your children, to them that are far off. 
He's already said, if you're baptized in my name, I will wash you clean. I will give you a new DNA in your body. I will change the old to the new. He said, if you believe on me as the scripture has said, he said, ask anything in my name, I'll do it. I mean, red letter edition. It's already right there. I got people saying, Brother Holland, if I could just get a word from the Lord, if the Lord would just speak to me, I'd feel like that he knows where. What do you mean you need the Lord to speak to you? How many chapters are in that Bible? How many verses of scripture? are in that Bible and you're waiting on somebody to walk up to you. Honey, I don't know. I, I'm glad God uses me but I ain't got to come to you and tell you God can heal you. You already know God can heal you. He's already healed you before. He's already brought you out before. He's already helped you the last time. What makes you think he ain't going to do it again? He may just be waiting on you to get up and say I defy the spirit of hell. I command the devil get out of my body. I command you take your weapon and you flee out of my family. I take the sword of the Lord and I command you. I cut, I slice, I devour, I destroy. You do not have any part with me. Oh, Jesus. Time to take a little authority in the Holy Ghost. I see it's time to take a little authority. Give me that olive oil. A little power in the Holy Ghost. I see it's time to take some authority in the Holy Ghost. The devil's trying to defeat you. You can't lay down and die. You've got to stand up and live. Jesus, 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 Jesus. We're too passive about this business. I said, we're too passive about this business. Do you realize that you can't be pitiful and powerful at the same time? Oh, that's good. Facebook that too, all right? You can't be pitiful. People, all these people, got they, they pitiful. I looked at some of y'all this morning. Y'all just look pitiful. I'm not being nice. You just look pitiful like, oh, God, you don't know what's going on in my life. Honey, you don't know the hell that's in my life either. Right. Sometimes you don't even know what it takes for me just to get up and preach a message. You have no idea what I need God to do. And God just kind of got his ear saying, I heard you, but I ain't doing nothing about it. Why? Because God's God, and I can't play God, and I can't be God. I just got to believe God. Oh, there, there you go. Hi, I just got, I can't be God. I just got to believe God. And honey, you're going to have to believe if you get anything of God. You're going to have to believe. You can't put enough money. You can't be good enough. You can't come to church enough. If you get something of God, you're going to have to believe that God can do that. God touched you last night, changed some things, altered some courses in your life last night. Sister Nixon was saying in prayer meeting this last week, we didn't even hear about this miracle. She said they was in prayer meeting. Was it this week on Thursday or Wednesday or Thursday? And there was a lady who, who had some ear trouble, right? Was it ear trouble? And, 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 and Sister Nixon said, well, let's just pray. And she just laid hands on her. How can she do that? Because she's a Holy Ghost born again believer. A believer. Somebody say a believer. A believer, a believer. Honey, if you believe, you can, anybody, if you believe, if you believe, if you, you, you can, you can just do that. 
But you have to believe that. She said, I just laid hands on her ear, didn't you, Sister Nixon? I just laid hands on her ear. And she said, immediately, am I telling the truth? She's shaking her head. I'm not lying to you, baby. And she said, I touched her ear, and God healed her instantly. Why? It's because that's a miracle for you. The next miracle can be you. The next miracle can be you. Honey, you've got to believe that. You've got to, you can sit there, look like that, stand up. It don't matter. The next miracle of Jesus can be your family, it can be your body, it can be your mind, somebody is going to be the next miracle of Jesus, I got my hand up, I got, I want to be, I want to be the next miracle, I want to be the next, I want to be the next million dollar business, I want to be the one that gives a hundred thousand to the church, I want to be the one that wins 20 souls this year, I want to be the next miracle of Jesus. Somebody is going to be the next miracle of Jesus in this service today. The next miracle, the next miracle. If you're not careful, you're going to miss some things I'm saying. And I try not to get fast, but my OCD, ADHD, PhD, MD, whatever I got just gets moving when I get in church. It just, my wife said, no, it ain't just in church. It's when you awake till you go to sleep. And then when you're asleep, you jerk on the bed. But just passionate about what Jesus wants to do. And I watch people living in poverty. I mean total poverty in spirit and finances and everything. I watch God. I watch them believe God. You see, you just thought I was saying that. Somebody's going to have the next million dollar business. You did, that just went out the window. The most folks ain't no windows but out the doors. Next million dollar business. That ain't me. You know why ain't you? You don't believe it's you. I just said, Pastor, somebody's going to be the next person that's going to give $100,000 to the church. You didn't catch that. You, no, I don't think, I don't know, maybe one or two, but most of y'all didn't catch. If you think I'm preaching 30 minutes just so I can eat and then go, to, go home and rest and drive to Lake Charles tonight and preach at another church, if you think I'm just taking up 30 minutes, you're crazy. There was somebody in this building that if you believe you're getting ready to have a million-dollar business, and if you believe you're getting ready to be able to give $100,000, I want to be the one that can give 100000 I want to be the next miracle. I want to be the I want to be the next miracle. You say, not me. Yeah, me, baby. I'll take 900000 to give 100 up. I'll take 20000 to give 2000 up. It ain't all about money, but it is about God. Uh, and so, the next miracle, though, the next miracle, somebody's got to be the next miracle of Jesus. Somebody. Somebody. Got to be the next miracle. Now, let me, let me tell you what the Lord said. Let me tell you what the Lord said. The Lord said that you're, you're wording, and I, and I know what you said last night about a business that, that just didn't have much going on. But the thing that God's going to do, and the place God's going to do it, is going to be so unknown to you at this particular moment. You don't even see how these things can turn around, but God is getting ready to so place in you and on you and through you at a place where it could be so easy 
and what you thought would be such a struggle, it will come so easy in the finance. When you step into the thing that God has for you, you will also be the next miracle. And people will say, how did you get that so quick? It was because I positioned myself where the Lord could give me the miracle. And I believe the word that was spoken. I believe the word. And when I left that church that day, I believed that word. I believed that word. I believed that word. I believe that word. I believe that word. I believe that word. You got to believe the word. You have to believe the word. You have to believe the word. You have to believe that word that God is giving to us. So let me hurry. It is 12 o'clock. Let, let, me, let me hurry, please. And there's some of you that's so concerned about things. These things in your life. Anything, thing, thing. Somebody say thing. This thing that's in your life that you're trying to get through. This thing that harasses you. This thing that you harbor is in your life. You need the Lord to just situate you. Situate you. God is sending to your life very quickly an answer. An answer that thou hast sought for. And has wanted will God ever bring that thing to pass. But God is getting ready to bring into your life. And it will be the solving. It will be that which will give you comfort and strength. It will be that will bring security under thy spirit and under thy life. For God, for he has heard and he has known. It took a while because God had to process something there before he could bring it here. And so now even as thou believest the word that is spoken, he shall provide and these things shall be brought to pass. And thou shalt be joyful and the end of thy life shall be greater than the beginning of thy life, saith the Lord. This this thing, this, this thing in our life, this, this thing. Jesus. When you're ready, Pastor, speak. When you're ready, when you're ready. not the voice of a man. I am transcending humanity here right now. You're hearing my voice as though I were standing in front of you. I challenge you to receive what I say. I challenge you to accept what I say. To receive it into your bosom. To receive it into your faith. Understand my word today. I have come today to work in your presence. I've come to work in your life. I assure you today that I am God and that there is truly nothing that I cannot do. Believe me today. Believe what I say unto you and I will work many things in your life, says the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I need to lift our hands right now for just a moment. Would you lift your hands? Come on. Come on, let's receive, let's receive, let's receive, let's receive. Uh, just that, that, That's good enough. Maybe him and one singer is all we need at the moment. Thank you. I want everybody else to receive everything you can from him right now. I want, 
Everything that you need to receive from the Lord, I want you to receive right now. God, I thank you. I, I thank you for touching today in Jesus' name. God, I resist and I reject this thing that's attacked this body. It shall no longer have its way. The very core of this thing. God, the next miracle, the next miracle. Ah, Lord, we can't get the work done that we need to do as long as these things are operative. We cannot go and do, Lord God, as demanded of her. So I thank you, Jesus, that even as her faith is right now, right now, that you energize this body, you shut down, you bring order back to where it should be. And God, you you remove, you remove the obstacles and the obstruction that no longer God is anything necessary except breathing the breath of you and exhaling the power that you put into this life in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And as thou believes the word today, as thou believes the word today, as you believe the word, Jesus, come on, my son's going to die. Go thy way. Go thy way. Thy son liveth. Someone in this building this morning must take this word that's being spoken. And you must embrace this word. For there are things that God is operating in and fulfilling even now that your faith embraces. Not everything that God does do we see immediately. But there are things that God speaks and as we go and as he went, the servant came and said, about the seventh hour yesterday, the fever left. And he said, oh, that was the same hour, the same hour that I believe there's something right now, something right now that's being manifested into your spirit. And you have to believe not everything is going to be done at this moment. But while you say, Lord, I believe there's a husband, there's a wife, there's a child, there's something operating in your life, there's something that's moving in your family, there's something that's moving in the, in the operation of the spirit world that's operating for you right now, but you have to believe the man of God spoke as a vessel of the Holy Ghost while ago and said, thou must believe if thou shalt believe, if thou shalt believe. This man came today for the Holy Ghost, and we're going to pray over him in just a moment that he'll get the Holy Ghost. But there's some of you today, would you stand with me all over the building? Thank you so much. There's so many of you right now that, that need, that anticipate. Jesus, I need. I must reach you. I must reach you. I must reach you in the next five minutes. I must reach some of you with this word. I must reach you. I must somehow de disband. I must somehow defuse that which in your spirit I must somehow change the very course of your thoughts. I must somehow get you to understand that God is for me. God is good to see y'all back. God is for me. God is for me. God's for me. God's for me. God's for me. God's for me. The next miracle, the next miracle, the next miracle, the next miracle. Jesus, let thy spirit, let thy spirit, just like I believe, Lord, that the young man that was here last night, has feeling in his legs even today. And I will believe that as I lay hands, I believe as I lay hands, his voice, his voice is going to speak forth. I believe even as I lay hands upon him, 
his tongue will be taken over by the Spirit of the Lord. That's it, sir. Go ahead. Let your mouth begin to praise the Lord. I, I bless you, Jesus. I bless you. Lord, I thank you that this moment, uh, that there becomes movement. At this moment, uh, at this moment, there becomes movement. That's it, Jesus. Uh, that's it. Praise him. That's it. Praise him. Uh, that's it. Open your mouth and give praise. God, I thank you right now that that which has been confined is released. Uh, I thank you at this moment that that which you have promised you perform. I uh, thank you at this moment that you are the God that filleth, the God that healeth, the God that raises up, the God that gives strength, the God that brings back energy in the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Let your spirit, that's it, let your spirit, that's it, let your spirit, sir, that's it, let that tongue, that's it, come on, right there, let that tongue praise him, let that tongue praise him, let that tongue praise him, in the name of my brother, thank you, sir, that's it, that's it, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, keep praying with him, keep praying with him. Jesus, Jesus. And there's so many of you in this building right now, so many of you that has a hard time believing that God can for you. You have a hard time believing. Y'all keep praying with him with the Holy Ghost. He's, he's beginning to let the Spirit move through him, so you keep doing that, keep doing that. And some of you are so inundated with those things, things, things that you're not sure that God can perform those things in your life. But he believed the word. As he went, God performed. We told this church last night, I've always found that the miraculous is so often attached to the monetary. The miraculous is attached to the monetary and so one of the ministers in the church came to me and said brother hall and i was praying this morning and the lord told me that i was to lay the offering plates on the side of the altar and doing the rest of these miracle for your services it's going to give opportunity for people to come and sow their seed for their need to sow their seed for their need we were preaching at brother dylan's church just a few weeks ago I was just preaching about faith, of course, and I looked at my wife, and I said, honey, I want you to give something to the Lord right now. She's had a terrible, terrible situation in her arm. She said, honey, I don't know where it came from, a thing. I didn't do anything. I didn't move it wrong. It's just something happened to my shoulder, and I have a hard time fixing my hair. I have a hard time moving, and I'd watch her cringe. I said, baby, get some money out. I don't care what you give. It's 20, 50, everything in your wallet. I don't care. You just give to God right now. And you walk up and put it in that basket. And I said, God will heal you. She said, honey, I don't even know how much I got out. It didn't matter. She said, but as soon as I put that money in that basket with that arm that was hurt. You don't buy that. I'm not saying please, please. You don't buy God. You don't buy all blessings. She said, but as soon as I obeyed the word of the Lord, and I put that down very gently. She said, when I walked back to my seat, I was walking back. She said, all of a sudden, I felt something in my arm that I knew that God was touching me. And she said, it just left, and I lifted my hand, and I praised God. Somebody is going to be the next miracle. Somebody's going to be the next miracle of Jesus. Somebody is going to be the next miracle of Jesus. 
So thou must believe, thou must believe. Now, Father, I thank you for the last 36 minutes. I've spoken for you. I've prayed for others for you. So I thank you that you hear me. I thank you that you do your work right now. I thank you that you're healing the lives of people, the spirits of the hurting. God, you're bringing back together what was broken down and separated by time and by people. You right now are bringing back together families that have been dispersed and hearts that have been heavy. Ah, you're bringing together right now a coming, a coming back of the faith where people have lost it in the preacher. You're bringing that kind of faith back to people who have been disappointed by the ministry. But today, today, they're going to be the miracle, Lord, because some people got hurt and they never came back. They got hurt and now they're lost. But I thank you the miracle is for them to believe again in spite of what was done to them, in spite of what was spoken over them. The miracle is you're going to again let them feel the compassion and the love and their strength will come from you and they again will believe they again believe. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that every disappointment, every setback that individuals have felt in their lives, it's going to be healed. It's going to be helped today in the name of the Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the working of this word. They will be the next miracle. They will be the next miracle of you, Jesus, in thy name, in thy name. So wherever you are, with whatever you have, wherever you are, with whatever you have, wherever you are, with whatever you have, I need you to believe the word. And how I'm going to know, you say, well, you don't need to know. Yeah, I want to see your faith today. I want to see your faith in motion. Wherever you are, I'm going to ask you, if you believe that the, you're going to be a miracle of Jesus, your family is going to be a miracle of Jesus. Your situation is going to be a miracle of Jesus. I want you to do this. I want you to begin to walk to the front of this church with me and join me around these aisles and up to the front. I want you to bring your faith right now and say, Brother Holland, I believe I'm going to be a miracle of Jesus. My family, my life, I believe I'm going to be a miracle of Jesus. My home is going to be a miracle of Jesus. My miracle of Jesus. Uh, I'm going to be the next miracle of Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to be the next miracle of Jesus. Come on, that's it. Don't hesitate. You want a miracle? Bring your faith. You want a miracle? Come on. Just bring it right now. Just bring it right now. Oh, you want to be a miracle? Come on. You want a miracle? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm going to be the next miracle. I'm going to be the next miracle of Jesus. I'm going to be the next miracle of Jesus. Ha, ha, ha. Come on, that's it. They're giving right now. They're giving right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be the next miracle. I'm going to be the next miracle. I'm going to be the next. I'm going to be the next miracle. I'm going to be the next miracle. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, let's cry out to the Lord. Let's cry out to the Lord. Come on, the next miracle, the next miracle of Jesus. 
I'm going to be the next miracle of Jesus. Be the next miracle, 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 be the next miracle. Jesus, Father, I thank you. God, they need to be the next miracle. your word let your word let your let your word work at this moment let your word work at this moment in the name of jesus ah, let it be 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 yes Lord.